welcome all to K-Drama School. Welcome. Good to be here, everybody. Good to be here. How is your January so far? How is your January so far? Are you achieving all the things that you are setting out to achieve? You know, sometimes I feel overwhelmed with the things that I want to achieve. I do. And I'm a very ambitious person. It's weird because, like, on the one hand, I have this very slacker sort of attitude. And on the other hand, I have, like, this boss lady CEO mentality. And these two beings are constantly, you know, trying to work things out. Sometimes they're in conflict. Sometimes they're in sync. But overall, I'm a very ambitious person. I have a hunger for life and I want to feel and experience and taste everything while I'm here and own stuff and accomplish stuff and leave my mark. You know what I'm saying? But I'm also very aware that if I overwhelm myself by trying to say like, I have to achieve all of these things and I have to do it really fast and I have to do it all at once, then I burn myself out very quickly. So what are your strategies for maintaining your energy and maintaining your well-being while still working your way towards those goals. I don't know. I think that putting in a little bit of time per day while walking towards those things, I think that's enough. You don't need to do much beyond that. And then things just start to fall into place. That's just what I think. But, you know, maybe others have a different strategy. I've been noticing that a lot of these, like, self-help books and these, like, you know, improvement books, um, advice books, you know, coaching books and methods. They always have these like numbers and steps and techniques. And, you know, they're all more or less saying the same stuff. And they're always very like, how do I say, idiosyncratic to that person. And it's basically that person trying to franchise themselves and other people. Like that's what it ends up becoming, you know? This is the cult. This is the religion. This is the culture of consumerism that I'm talking about. And I don't know. I, I'm not sure if I buy into all of that. So lately, I think, especially for this year, I'm going to be reducing my intake of self-help books and things like that. Um, especially because um, after I had like a few closures last year uh, with relationships, I thought that I needed to um, work on myself or improve myself because I thought there was something wrong with me. But it turns out um, there is really actually nothing wrong with me. I'm just living my life and I'm being myself. And each day, each moment, I'm actually getting closer and closer to just being myself, like being fully who I am or truly embodying the person that I want to be. So to give you an example, like yesterday, I took a clown workshop class. And uh, for those of you who have been following me on this podcast, you all know that I am trained in clowning and I'm very interested in clown theory and clown research. I'm like really into clowning and I consider myself a clown. Now, the clown workshop that I took yesterday was in this huge dance studio in Highland Park. It's massive. And when I was in elementary school and middle school and a couple years in high school, I did take dance classes. So I took like ballet. I took um, like modern funk jazz, hip hop. I took these classes and they were so fun because it gave my body to 
gave my body freedom to be liberated and just move around and shake. And I remember saying to you all that one of my New Year's resolutions is to move and shake and dance a lot more. And so when I was at this clown workshop yesterday, like one of the warm up exercises was to just walk around in a circle, move around in the space and just like move freely, just like let all of our joints and our bodies just like freely float around and move. And at one point I was just like bounding, you know, just like leaping very freely without holding back, just bounding freely and leaping. And my body felt so glad like this surge of emotion just came up from the bottoms of my feet and up through my stomach and was like coming up out of my chest and I'm feeling the emotion right now actually and it was so intense this feeling of gladness this feeling of like fulfillment and satisfaction it was so intense that I had to stop (laughs) physically pause and catch my breath because I thought I was gonna start heave crying hysterically And I didn't want to make a scene. So I just paused and I took a few big breaths. I put my hand on my rib cage. My lower left rib cage was acting up. And usually when I have some kind of like emotional breakthrough or something, that area, like I start feeling a pain there. And so I had to do that for a couple seconds. And then I went back to bounding and leaping again. And then it happened again. The surge of emotion just like hit me again and I had to stop. And it was very interesting to see how like my body just wanted to move like that and be free like that and I kept it so constricted and confined with my sense of humiliation, my sense of obligation, my sense of, you know, responsibility towards the status quo to assimilate, you know, to assimilate into what? To wearing a suit, to wearing skirts, to wearing, you know, tight clothes and being rigid and not free. Fuck that, you know? I'm telling you guys, move your bodies around. If you feel like you're going crazy, if you feel like you're frustrated and you can't get your head on straight or whatever, just move your body. Move your body in a way that you normally would not move. And I promise you, something will emerge. And that's what I was feeling yesterday. That's what I was connecting to yesterday. And it felt really great. I don't have a K drama to discuss today, folks. I am just going to talk about whatever's on my mind in this current moment. And this is an exercise that I've kind of been doing since last year, you know, when I just kind of stopped inviting a guest every single week and, you know, watching a whole entire show every single week. Like, that's just I can't move at that pace anymore. I'm still in the learning process of slowing down and still getting to know myself better, getting to know my own pace better. I was kind of thinking back to like when I was in high school, you know, not even high school, middle school, elementary school. Like what kind of music was I into? And I was really into like low tempo, slow beat music, like, you know, R&B, ballads. Yeah, I was into that kind of shit. But if you want to move and dance, you could do that to ballads and R&B too. Yes, you can. You can slow move and slow groove. A lot of these TikTok videos, like they have these people dancing up and down and jumping and, you know, being all like whatever. But, you know, it doesn't have to be like that. You know, the 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 BPM doesn't have to be so high. It could be low. Yes. Just find your groove, find your pace, find your rhythm. And that's what I'm doing. I'm exploring all the different ways of finding my own rhythm. Nothing about me is the matter. I I always thought that, you know, perhaps there's something wrong with me. Maybe 
you know, I'm the problem. Maybe I need to work on myself. Maybe every time there's a a breakup or a fallout, like I'm the one that needs to work on myself. And you know what? I'm going to cut that shit out. Like, no, there's nothing wrong with me. It's it's the cerebral mind, right? It's the mind that always wants to have an answer. Like, why? Why did that end? Or why did that go down like that? Or why was that the case? And the truth is, no matter what the mind is trying to figure out, like whatever answer the mind ends up conceiving or getting to a, you know, a deductive process and coming to the conclusion about, that is not ultimately the only answer. That's just that's just what I'm coming to terms with. Like there's so many reasons for why things are the way that they are and the mind cannot possibly conceive all of those reasons. And I'm just at a place where I'm like giving up giving up trying to figure out why, giving up trying to figure out, you know, what circumstances led to this, you know, this position or this kind of event, like how, you know, I just, I don't ask those questions anymore. Of course, I still have my curiosities, but now it's more about like, what is the future going to look like? You know, what am I envisioning for myself? And how do I write that down? How do I get closer to it? It's more about focusing on my present stillness and then moving towards the future in a concrete sort of way. And I am interested in what your strategies are towards that. Because for the time being, like with me, I'm really at the at the place of like trying to understand who I am in the present moment. And I'm understanding or coming to terms with the fact that like who I am in the present moment is constantly shifting and changing. And also, um, there's kind of a frightening aspect to how liberated I am these days. You know, it's almost to the point where I'm like, like, is this okay? And I'm just kind of going with it. Like, yeah, this is okay. Because this is the peace that I asked for, actually. I just wanted to be at peace. Uh, You know, like if if some, you know, very type A person were to come into my life. And, you know, I used to be the type A person. I used to be. And like, I'm more and more becoming like that slacker. I don't give a shit person, you know, the whole like big Lebowski, the dude kind of person. That's the person I'm more and more becoming now. And it's like, if a type A person were were to look at my life and assess it, they'd be like, wow, you know, she's a mess. Actually, she's a mess. Like, how is she going to survive? They would, they would say this, but like, there's this inner calm in me that's almost alarming that's saying this is all how it should be. Like this actually is the way it should be. And the truth is there's nothing to be afraid. The truth is uh, you never had anything to be afraid of and you're going to be okay. You're going to be all right. So go with God, go with grace, you know, like those are the kinds of messages that are coming up. So let's do that. One interesting thing I learned at Clown Workshop yesterday was how when we meet one another and greet one another or look at one another in the eyes, it's just all energy. And you know how like sometimes, you know, even like at work or something, when you're at the office and you're walking by somebody in the office, you know, you know each other, your colleagues, but sometimes like, you know, they look away first or they forget to say hello or you forget to say hello or sometimes people just don't feel like saying hello and they just pass one another. And it's like, well, you know, sometimes we walk away and we think like, well, why is that? Did I do something wrong? Or maybe they're fucked up or maybe they're going through something like projecting, right? Or starting to like self-analyze and dig in and, you know, get all crazy. Again, mind stuff, cerebral stuff. And what I learned in clowning is that 
we're just energies. And when our energies meet, there will be some kind of alchemy. And then when the energies detach, they will detach and then the individual energy will dwell in that space of being detached. And what is that state like? Is there some melancholy? Is there some sadness? Is there some sorrow? And the point is to just sit with it, to not try to fix it or correct it or avoid it or change it, just to sit with it and be with it and to know that it's safe to be with our emotions. Again, back to that. It's safe to be with our emotions. It's funny. It's funny how like afraid we are of just our plain emotions. And I don't think that's something to be frightened of. Another interesting exercise we did was sometimes we would partner up. And I partnered up with four people yesterday. And what was interesting is that each person felt so radically different from one another. And I was sort of interacting with them in my own unique way and like feeling out, oh, like, I'm a little different with this person, like this person, I'm a little more closed off with this person seems closed off with me, this person and I, we seem to be on the same level. And then another person and I, I was able to just be very open, like my heart was very open, I was very vulnerable. And it was to the point where like, I thought I was going to start shedding tears. And I had to just like, be like, all right, Grace, keep your shit together. Like, you know, let's not let's not lose ourselves. But yeah, my heart was in a very open place yesterday. And that was really fun and interesting to work with. And it reminded me of how I read tarot cards last year. And each client that I sat down with, their energy felt radically different from one another. And that's sort of the magical thing is like, oh, the world is a big place. And each person, each individual that I interact with, they're going to be completely different from somebody I met before. And so... That's also bringing out a new me. Yes, I'm experiencing myself for the first time when I encounter somebody new for the first time. And that kind of feeling is also radically new for me and interesting. So yeah, this clown workshop was really fascinating. If any of you guys are performance artists or artists or writers or anything, I think even for writers, like clown workshop could be interesting for you. Go and try out clowning. It's not as like, cutthroat as stand-up and it's not as like goofy and sort of shallow chummy like improv can be that's why I don't do improv because I don't know like those improv troops like those groups they end up becoming so codependent and toxic and I just like oh I don't I don't want to do deal with that but with clowning it's like you're an individual you can have your own little clown troop but it's really like be present. It's living in the moment and then letting that moment also slip away and fall away just as quickly as it was real. And yeah, it's a really fascinating exercise. So if you haven't tried clowning yet, I recommend it. (laughs) 